0: Welcome to my Soul Life podcast and our Soul Life conversations. I'm your host Susan Scollin and in these episodes I'll be here supporting and guiding you as we open up and explore who we truly are to live our soul life now. See you inside. A quick reminder for you that all the information shared in this podcast is my experience and the experience of my guest. It's not medical or mental health advice, diagnosis or treatment and I'd encourage you to seek professional advice where needed. Hi everybody and welcome back to another Soul Life Conversation, always, always exciting to be in your ears and it's a beautiful Friday when I'm recording this, I've been out looking after the chickens, um, cleaning them out, collecting two more eggs, so we got our first lot of eggs yesterday, we got six and now we've got two more today which is cool, oh and we got another one yesterday afternoon, so random times that they pop in. This is really important, I think, to share about where we've come and where we're going to. And the topic for today is actually about when others don't understand. And this can be really debilitating for us. And I just want you to know that it's okay. It's okay for other people not to understand your journey. And it's okay for you to go and live and do the things that light you up we get, as I said before, we can get stuck. It can really freeze us from moving forward because we're worrying about what other people think. We're worrying that people-pleasing aspect, worrying if we're good enough, if we can make it work, what happens if we fail. All of these sorts of things come into our mind, but it's okay. So I just want to invite you just to take a big, deep breath in through your nose. Let's do it together. And then just breathe it out. And just come into that knowing that it's okay to do the things that light you up and it's okay for other people not to understand because it's not their journey and it's never meant to be their journey and or maybe it will be down the track but their journey will look different to your journey and if we hold ourselves back we stay stuck and we stay in fear and we just don't move forward in a way that really supports and nurtures us it keeps us little and I don't mean in terms of a stage of being successful or anything like that what I mean is just little in life and that we don't believe that we can have all the things that we want in life and that can undermine us and can show up in so many different ways of our lives so it was funny being down with the chickens today and I actually had to leave India our dog, inside because otherwise she'll go mental at the chickens. And I left the gate open for the chickens when I got down there so that they could just roam around and just have a bit of a feed and do their thing. And I went in and cleaned out their beds, which is basically full of poo and wee and um, with some gloves on, don't worry, and then collected those eggs and refreshed their water. And I was just thinking, oh my gosh, how much has my life changed? this would never have happened. I, as in, I wouldn't have put chickens in a house in Canberra. It kind of would have felt like this whole oxymoron around what I was doing and taking on extra responsibilities like having chickens and having to feed them and clean them out and collect their eggs as beautiful as that is. It was just like an extra load of work. And I know that you know, I think of a really beautiful friend who has chickens in Canberra in her backyard. Um, and I'm going to send her a photo of our eggs and our chickens. She will be delighted. Um, but just thinking about it is possible. It is possible when we start to slow down our life and just have a look at what are the things that really resonate with us and what are the things that we want to create. And Teddy's been a really good one for this. He has been the instigator of a lot of things. Um, Chris wanted another, wanted a dog. So that was part of it. But we also wanted to get a dog when Teddy was young enough. And so having that companionship. And I finally got my dream of having Teddy sleeping in a bed and then having Indy sleep in the bed with her, with him. Um. So she's finally come to, like loves going into Teddy's bed and they just sleep and she cuddles into Teddy and so Teddy's legs might be hanging out of the bed but he's indie tucked into his legs or into his belly and they're just both sound asleep and, and so happy. And whilst that could have happened in my former life, um there was a lot of stories around having a dog and whether, you know, having pets in the house is clean. And, and for those of you that know about having pets in the house, well, yes, it can absolutely be clean. And, um, and other people don't have to understand it when you allow your pets to sleep on the lounge or you allow your pets to, to sleep on the beds. Um, I chose a dog that doesn't shed. That was really important for me because I don't want to be vacuuming all the time. But you can see those stories and you can see those challenges. And when other people don't understand those things, we can kind of get caught up in their story about why would you do that? Why would you have a pet? Why would you have another mouth to feed effectively? What happens when you go on holidays? How do you, uh, what about those bills? Like all of those kinds of stories that come in, we always find a way. And it's about honouring ourselves and honouring the things, again, that are important to us and letting go of those stories. They're other people's stories and they may come up for you, but that's something for you and for me to work through. It's not for anybody else to worry about. And I don't think I've ever, I probably have had it said to me um, at points in my life, But, you know, that story, and I think it's all in our heads around, like we all have this story around somebody's going to turn and say to us, I told you so. I told you that you couldn't create blah. I told you that you shouldn't have got that pet. I told you that, rah. You know, whatever those stories are. And we have that story in our head that really blocks us, and therefore we look outside of ourselves for the answers rather than looking inside of ourselves for the answers. So understanding that when other people don't understand what they're sharing with you are their challenges, their blocks, their, um, the, the stories that they tell themselves on the regular, potentially about why they can't do something. And perhaps, you know, you're going to go into business. Let's talk about that. And they're in a secure job though. And you're perhaps in a secure job in inverted commas because what is actually secure, but You're, you're there. Why would you change that? Why would you go out of, uh, uh, go into a business by yourself? Why would you, uh, become an entrepreneur? Why would you put that pressure on yourself? You say you want that freedom lifestyle. Okay. But there's a lot of work that comes with that. And there's no lim- well, there's limited discussion around the amount of work that's actually involved in running a business. And perhaps there are the sleepless nights. There's a stress when things aren't going well. And so, When those people are presenting those stories to you, just understand that they are their stories. They also, they're coming from a place of fear, generally speaking, and you perhaps have some of those fears within you, like you're aware of them, and it's great to see some of the things that people present to you, but you also have this other feeling, this other intuitive knowing that this is exactly what you're meant to be doing, and you will figure it out. So letting go of those stories and coming in and seeing the opportunities, bringing in that beauty and those like really light bulb moments about this is what, these are the benefits that this is going to bring into my life. This is the benefit of having this dog. This is the benefit of us moving to Harvey Bay. This is the benefit of us having chickens. Like, I just cannot tell you how amazing our life is now and how blown away by that change that we made. And there would be people that would, wouldn't understand, one, leaving corporate work, good, well-paid income at that in Canberra, um, and then also leaving the property market in Canberra, especially Canberra compared to the rest of Australia, because whilst... There can be downturns in markets, in other markets. Canberra might have a little bit of a downturn, but it doesn't have much of a downturn. It tends to just continue to rise. So there's that little little drop that comes in, whereas other states and territories might go down by 10, 20 or 30%. Canberra doesn't feel that. So once you've bought into that market, it's like this whole, you you should never leave or you could never leave. And so potentially, there are a lot of stories about, from people about why you would do that. Why would you leave those amazing, perceived amazing things to go to where you are? And we had to trust in our own intuition in this space. We had to trust that we were in the right place and it was going to create exactly what we wanted it to. And it hasn't been a straightforward line. I won't say it's been easy. There have been absolute challenges. But I look at our home um, and the life that we are creating, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so blessed. And if I had have listened to the people that came into my kitchen and told me that they weren't happy with the decisions that we had made, that they weren't happy, that we were being selfish, effectively, um, not that they said they're specifically, but we were being selfish. We weren't thinking about other people and that, yeah, really, why would we ever, why would we do it? We should have thought about other things that were more, you know, bigger picture things. And there could be a perception that we didn't think about those things at all, but... We do think about those things, but we also know what's true for us. So letting those people have their own stories and unpack them for themselves, if they need to. And funnily enough, um, a couple of months later, someone came, they, one of the, that one of those people came back to us and just sort of said, "Oh, I keep telling everybody about Harvey Bay that my sister's moving there, and everybody knows." either somebody that lives there, they've lived there, or they'd love to move there. And it kept coming up in conversation about how amazing the place was. And then they were able to say, oh, maybe the problem was my problem. It wasn't your problem. And I should maybe shouldn't have been projecting my problems onto you. So it's really interesting when you can just hold space for people, especially when they're dumping all of their things, their worries, their challenges, and they're doing it from a place of love and they mean well, but potentially it's not for you. Just holding that space and allowing them to, um, allowing them, yeah, that, that clean space to just dump it all, but you don't have to take it on and that's okay and you can still move forward in the things that are important to you. So this is when I come into like looking at those blocks and seeing if you have a block like that or that challenge, that story. Is that your story as well? So just checking the facts, as one of my clients likes to say, just check the facts and go and go, actually, that's not my story. That's their story. And why is it worrying me then? If I've still got worry attached to it, is it about that people pleasing? Is it that I want to do the right thing by everybody? What's coming up in that space? And then come back into your heart space and understand what's true for you. Because as I've learned along my journey, and I've seen it a number of times that I've done it. I can make decisions from a head space, like what I call a smart decision. What my brain tells me is a smart decision. It's not, it's not the smart decision. Um, I see now my brain as a, a database basically of, database of memories, of facts and figures, of things that I have achieved, events that have happened along my life, but that doesn't define where I'm going. That's just the database that I can call on if I need to, if I'm in a similar situation. But when I'm going into a new situation or when I'm growing, when I'm perhaps writing my book, that's completely different, right? So I need to trust into my intuition that I'm in the right space and keep moving forward from an intuitive space. And when I make decisions from an intuitive space, my world opens up like exponentially. So I might've had postnatal depression after Teddy was born, but I can tell you hundred percent, Teddy was an intuitive decision. It was a heartfelt decision because if it was a smart decision, I would never have had a child. And the reason being is because I love my sleep. So, um, I know that there's that real stark difference between the two. But what has happened post post, you know, having postnatal depression, post him being born, postnatal depression is just a thing that I had. It doesn't define me. And my life has expanded exponentially through having Teddy and through that intuitive decision. My life has expanded massively exponentially again, like through being with Chris that was all heartfelt decisions. My life has expanded through us moving up here. So what is that next expansion? Where could I go? What could I create? And if I had have done what people um, told me to do or listened to when they didn't understand, I wouldn't have potentially had those opportunities. I wouldn't have grown into that version of me now and that is continuing to grow. I would have stayed small. So it comes back to that, who do you want to be? And honestly, the answer to that is we want to lead and we want to love. We don't want to hold ourselves back and play small. We don't want to hide. And we want to do this from an intuitive space. And we want to love those people, those people that come in and that they don't understand. That's okay. Just see it as their challenges and hold that space for them and love them where they're at. And continue with your own journey. Continue with what you know is true for you. And perhaps down the track, they might come back in and go, oh my gosh, it's amazing what you've created. It's really, I'm really impressed. I'm jealous, some people might say. Or you've really inspired me to to make some changes in my own life, and they go out and they start to make those changes potentially, or they tap back into you, like how do I, how do I do this? Like because you have all of that experience, you have that knowledge that they're not there yet, um, but that may never ever happen either. They may stay in their space. They may grow and evolve in their space that looks completely different to you and that's completely okay and that's something to be celebrated as well cheering people on celebrating people um acknowledging what they've been brave about and sometimes that's just getting out of bed so giving people the grace which means you will give yourself the grace of being who they are and who they can truly be in in this life just like you get that opportunity So when people don't understand, remember that it's okay. Let go of the stories, see the opportunities, assess the blocks if you need to, the stories that come up and just check in, check the facts, see if they're yours or not yours, your stories, and if they are, why are they there? What's going on? And then come back to this, who do you want to be? Who are you at your core? What makes you happy? Because I can guarantee you, you listen to the people that don't understand where you're going, what you're doing, somewhere on that journey, you will hit more bigger, badder roadblocks, boulders, all of that sort of stuff. And you'll be like, why am I continuing to hit this? Why is this this right in front of me? And the reason is, as I have found, because you're not listening to yourself. You're not tuning into your intuition. So come back into that intuition and go, okay, for me, it comes from a place of what feels good. And I'm not talking about the chocolate that feels good because that's not a long-term feel good. That's a short-term feel good. And I'm still chocolate free, just in case you were wondering, but that's an example. It's not the wine. It's not the drugs. It's not the, um, the packet of chips, or it's not you know, going for that run that's perhaps going to hurt your body. It's coming back into your body. What truly, truly is aligned to me and feels good to me in this moment. And that I know that will feel good to me long term. Come back and anchor into that. And we're going to dive more into intuition over the next, over the coming weeks, because I think this is a really, um, key part to us creating our soul life. And it's not until we start tapping into it and we're already doing that so just don't think that it's different like that you're not doing it or anything but when we can tap into it when we can see it we can start to um, we can start to trust it more so let's do that over the coming weeks but I hope this has been helpful and if it has please come and chat to me over at my.soul.life.podcast on instagram or over at susanscolland.com and find the show notes for this episode and come and share with us, share with me what you took away from it and what you're implementing in your own life. How does it play out for you? All of those sorts of fun things. And if this episode has resonated with you, please share it with somebody that you love and that you know that it will resonate with as well. And if you feel inspired, come and rate us over on Apple. Um, Apple Podcasts, (laughs) if I've got that right. I'd love to, I love hearing, you know, what you think about the, the show as well. And it helps get it into other people's ears. And if you would love to work with me, if you would love to create your soul life, let's do it. So all the details for that are on my website too. See you in the next episode. Bye.